Uh, good, good morning, every, everyone. Please have a seat. Aaron, thank you. Um, good morning. Uh, my, the time is 10.02. My name is Emmanuel Breckett. I will be a deputy hearing officer for this morning. Um, if I could, if you have a phone, please put your phone on silenced or muted so we don't get interrupted. Kindly ask you to do so, please. Thank you so much. Um, I will be the Deputy Zoning Administrator hearing today. There, before we start, I would like to make a comment that um, if you would like to speak, please fill out a form and give it to Michelle. Um, and any comments you make, please address them directly to me and not avoid talking amongst each other in order, in order to have a, a quick meeting, hopefully an hour or less. Um, with that, there is only one item on agenda, which is the David Alexander Separate Trust Coastal Permit and Design Review. The, applicant, the application involves a request, the request to obtain a coastal permit and design review to construct a, a barn, a greenhouse, and a shed. The total proposed square footage will be approximately 1,800 square feet, which will result in a approximately 7% floor area ratio rounded up on this lot. The request includes an exemption from a California, from CEQA, California Environmental Quality Act under section 15303, class three. Um, Aaron Yatao has been the, the project planner who's been working on this project. Um, Aaron, uh, could, could, I'm a receipt of all the staff reports. Uh, all the communications that were sent up until 9.30, 9.45 a.m. this morning. Um, I think there was one more that came in just now. Um, are there any additional communications that are not in a file or provided to me? Um, the last communication I received was at 9.42 this morning. 9.42, okay. Okay, and that's from Janine Aroyan. It's on. Oh, okay. Um, it was from uh, bowgardensaol.com. Um, yes, Janine Arroyan. Okay, uh, thank you. Um, just so I'm, my understanding of the project is correct, um, the coastal permit is to what? Um, the applicant has proposed an agricultural use, so ultimately the coastal permit is for a barn structure for storage, a hoop greenhouse, and a shed also for storage. So those three would be considered development under the LCP. Thank you. And the design review is for the vertical, to regulate the vertical improvements of these three structures, correct? And the coastal permit has nothing to do with the existing three wells that were previously legally permitted. Correct. There are three um, permitted wells for irrigation purposes, ag purposes. Thank you. Um, I'm going to open the hearing, the hearing for public testimony, but I would like the applicant to come forward, please. Use this. I uh, use this uh, podium here. State your name. 
Or the record? It's not on. It's on. Okay. My name is David Alexander. Okay. Thank you. Um, just we're clear because uh, you're proposing a what's the project again? Yes. What is it? Can you state, please, for the record? Yes, it's a it's a it's an agricultural project um, where we're proposing to build a small family farm, um, and uh, and to with to growing growing food um, for our family um, and friends, and then overflow will be sold at farm markets and to restaurants, et cetera. Sale of products not at the farm. It, there's will be no on-site sales whatsoever. And there will be no farm stand. No Nothing table. like that. No, absolutely not. And you understand that that kind of um, off-sale activity requires a coastal permit from the coastal commission plus the county. Yes, we do, and we're, we're yes, we're re we're very well aware of what what are we're legally allowed to do and not to do, and we. We, our plan is to stay 100% within the legal bounds of what we're allowed to do. Great. And then um, also, uh, should you violate the condition of if this were to get approved, should you violate, should you sell on site, you'll be in violation of anything that could lead to revocation of any approval, including up to uh, the design review application? Absolutely. We're, it's well understood. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. That's all I have for you. Thanks. And I'll give you uh, three minutes to rebut any comments from the public. Uh, again, a reminder, if you would like to speak, please fill out one of these forms uh, to, in order to have a civil discussion and, and discourse. Please direct your comments directly to me. It has been recorded. I ask that you speak closely to the mic as possible. Uh, this is in no particular order as it's shown, showed up on my desk. Um, Stefan Market, Stephanie or Stefan? We only have five cards, so I'll give you three minutes. Okay. Uh, my name is Steve Marcotte. Um, I live kitty corner to the project, um, and I'm in full support of this project because the the lot in question has always been an eyesore filled with a bunch of logs and piles of dirt and, and they've uh, Dave and his family have done a really good job of cleaning it up and and in addition to that the idea of having a farm uh, just thrills me you know we have so much food need in this in this community that I think it would be great to have a, a, a farm or uh, something that grows food, uh, especially if it's going out to the community. So I totally am in support of this. Thank you. Thank you. Bobby Nemec or Nemec? Hello, how are you Hello. doing? Good, you have three minutes. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. So I'm Toby Nemec. I'm a lifelong uh, resident of Bolinas. I've been a builder for 20 years. Uh, contractor for 10 years and I've also been a volunteer for the Mesa Park Board for four years. I'm uh, directly um, appealing this project. I'm against it um, and one of the I'm the most directly impacted by this project because I'm directly across the street. I can view the whole project in its entirety and these wells are originally issued to Mr. DeWallaby, the prior owner, under a county regulation um, which didn't require my knowledge or consent, 
but the state statute requires my knowledge and consent. And I was wondering why the county never used the state laws. Um, all, it, this law states that all property owners impacted by wells should be notified and have a chance to appeal. And I was not notified um, in 2008. I went before the board of directors, the supervisor board, and stopped Mr. Devolvey from converting these residential wells, I mean agricultural wells, into residential wells. And uh, thus he ended up selling his property to Mr. Alexander. Um, in the, the major issue that I have is that if you um, develop his, if he develops his property, it cements these wells and puts a constraint on my property. I recently uh, developed my house and completed my project in 2022, in September of 2022, and I had an approved class one septic system with a survey done. These wells were not on record with the county or with the state when my surveyor did the survey. I was forced to move my septic system leach lines based on these wells. So basically, um, me moving me these moving these wells made me comply with this hundred foot radius. But these wells were finalized in October seventeenth of two thousand twenty two after my final, which I found really but, interesting but, and questionable why these wells were finaled after my final and I was forced to move them. Um, just what's your address? I've been to the 210 site. Grove Road, okay, which is directly you. overviewing this property. I also would like to mention that there's been no environmental or comprehensive environmental study on this property. There's been at least 150 yards of soil moved on this property, decimating a wetland. There, as a kid, I used to play with pollywogs and red-legged frogs, and all that stuff is filled in, gone. Um, and also, there's no environmental study on the quality of this water. We don't know what he's putting on these vegetables. He could be putting uh, high metal content and make an un, um, an edible uh, vegetable. Uh, that, so I find that to be ridiculous. Okay, uh, you have thirty seconds. Um, there's been a party scene there. We have records of them staying overnight and a porta potty on the property. So they've already illicitly used the property. The location of these buildings will directly impact my parking and my thoroughfares. And being direct neighbors, I already have two farms within my vicinity that sell seeds and sell strawberries. And I have no problem with those farms because there's no tractor, there's no noise pollution, there's no air pollution. And I feel that basically there is just basically a complete disregard to me and any of my concerns as far as this goes. Yeah, thank you. Um, you could give the rest of your comments to the secretary if you would like. Uh, the, the handwritten comments, if you want them entered into record. Thank you. Uh, Benjamin Closen. Yeah, that, that's fine. Can you put your name on top as well? Would you prefer we wear a mask while we speak? Uh, it's up to you. Uh, I'm a long-term resident of Molinas. I've known Mr. Alexander approximately five years. I've found him to be responsible, and I have known of his vision to grow food on this land for a long time. Um, we've been aware of conflict between him and his neighbor. 
I would like to point out that uh, his neighbor has also made conflict with other people whose projects he doesn't like. And um, I think Mr. Alexander has the right, he's trying to follow the, the law to work the project that he envisioned when he bought the land. And since the wills were previously approved, I feel like the uh, speaker who mentioned that um, a septic line went in before the well went in, the septic line went in years after the wells were already approved, so I just don't see any basis for this complaint. Thank you. Thank you. Christina Chin Emick. Hi, good morning. Um, I am uh, Toby Nemec's wife, and I'm the direct neighbor to the property of uh, the proposed project. Um, I just wanted to review um, some sort of unspoken rules that are kind of a, an accepted social contract with the community of Bolinas. And it's that if you want to develop a empty lot and do illegal activity, you do so with um, the respect of your neighbor's privacy, you keep a low profile, um, and you keep a minimum impact on your neighbors and your respect when they come over with complaints or requests. And um, from our direct experience, David Alexander has not um, honored the silent social contract. Um, even though I've, uh, we informed him over the years of all the complaints we were getting about the activity on his land, comments like, it looks like a junkyard or there's a trailer park and it's a dump yard. It upsets us to walk by and see all this mess. Somehow we became the depository for all the neighbors' comments because we live directly across the street. Now I've communicated directly with him over the years many, many times um, and asked him to not park his party bus that had a big skull in the front of it facing into our house. I have two children. Their bedroom windows are overlooking with a bird's eye view of the whole property. And for years historically, this property has never had anything grown on it. It's had um, nature beautiful nature um, with open access, deer, foxes, um, uh, sorry, um, lots of nature. And basically now what they've done is kind of destroyed the natural landscape there. Um, we asked him not to um, um, have overnight stays. He continued to have overnight stays and parties on his property. Um, he quickly became erratic and revealed a vengeful, angry attitude and behavior towards us. Um, when we started asking him not to conduct this behavior. I went across and directly spoke to him when he was erecting a permanent enclosure around his porta potty And I said, can you please move your porta potty to the other side of the road? You're putting it directly in front of our window, right underneath my children's bedrooms. He just snickered and merrily went along his way to continue to erect a permanent enclosure. Um, the other thing is I know of these um, um, I see the neighbors that have had favoring comments, including how they beautified and cleaned up the lot. But I want to remind the county and them that they did not do this of their own accord. They do this after the county asked them to remove all of these things from their land. Um, the other thing is that they also mentioned fire hazards. Now, if you're going to mention fire hazards, then why not be concerned about the illegal inhabitation of the properties bordering his property, including 
Thomas Alexander's property directly across that has an illegal house that they are using the wells for water. And this has been their plan all along. It has never been to just do agriculture. In fact, they've owned the land for many years and zero farming has happened, but a lot of other activity has. There's also another resident who's there living illegally. Where are they putting their sewage? This brings concern to me about the water quality. We have, we have 30 seconds, but quick question. Did you just say someone lives on this property, um, on we, this site? There were people staying overnight there, and directly across on Hawthorne, there's a, a house and no, no, On this property. site, are there on, 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 Hawthorne. on this property, on the project site, is anyone living on this premise? Not currently. Okay, thank you. Um, so my concern is humans, human sewage. Is that... Um, making the well water usable for growing vegetables that they plan to sell to the community. Um, Ten seconds, please. I think that there's a track record here, and that needs to be taken into account of illegal behavior, including on all of their properties since they come in, came into this county. Shouldn't all of their other properties be brought up to current code standards before they're allowed a new project? Thank you. Beryl Ruggiero? Ruggiero, sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm an attorney. I also um, represent the NEMICS, and I also am a resident um, on the Big Mesa. Uh, first, preliminarily, I'm just wondering, um, is, is the three-minute rule Strict. I've been generous, but you can go up to four minutes, but let's try All right. to have this, um, this room is booked up for 11 o'clock. Okay. Um, I just want to address quickly six general points um, that I believe w should lead to the revocation of um, the well permits and abandonment of the project. Um, number one, the legality of the wells. First, preliminarily, the wells have been dormant for 17 years, and there's been nothing in any of the reports that indicate what the quality of the water is, what the percolation is. They've been capped um, and unused for 17 years. Um, in 2010, when the prior owner of this land appealed his request for a permit, to convert the agricultural wells into a domestic water well, the Board of Supervisors denied the appeal and stated, the 100-foot setback encroaches onto several neighboring properties. The applicant has not submitted evidence that the owners of the affected properties have given acknowledgement or consent to the imposition of development constraints on future use of portions of their properties. They went on to say, different regulations were in place at the time the wells were drilled in 2006, and as the applicant is currently requesting a coastal permit to construct a new residence, the wells must meet current standards and be analyzed on their own merits and as an integral component of this new project. The three wells do place development constraints on neighboring properties, and the fact that the wells were constructed in 2006 does not eliminate the presence of those constraints. That's what the Board of Supervisors stated and wrote in 2010 when they denied uh, the prior owner's appeal. And as Toby Nemec stated, um, they had to move their leach lines, which adversely affected their septic system capacity from a five-bedroom septic system capacity to a four-bedroom further devaluing their property. 
It's questionable whether deed restrictions need to be generated here, further diminishing my client's property value. The fact that the county made a mistake years ago in not following California Bulletin 7490 from the Department of Water Resources that said they had, that the 100 feet radius had to be within existing or known septic systems or potential sources of septic systems, which means they shouldn't have gone past that five foot setback of neighboring properties, but they did. The fact that the county made a mistake doesn't mean that the wells now are legal. In addition to the, you know, the wells encroaching on my client's property, there are additional infringements of the NEMIC property interests. Loss of septic capacity, potential deed restrictions, further devaluation of the property, increased traffic congestion, increased risk of traffic accidents, increased air pollution by dust, fertilizer, drift, diesel exhaust, and increased noise pollution, which leads to the third point, which is environmental impact. Interestingly, the county ignored Honora Montano's email of October 20, 2022, when she asked about why there isn't a biological site assessment, which, to which Ms. Yatow responded, as I previously advised, I did not request a BSA in the initial project status letter, but there was a site inspection, and according to Ms. Yatow, there was no evidence of the presence of an environmentally sensitive habitat area on the subject site, but observation isn't the standard. The standard is you have to look at maps, and you have to determine, are there endangered species? Are there rare, is there rare vegetation? Marin Map Viewer, we can go online, and there's a body of water on this project site, and this is home to the California red-legged frog habitat, federally listed as a threatened species since 1996. These frogs have lost their habitat because of water resources being overused. Farms, homes, and other buildings have been built on their wetland habitats. That's on this site. In addition, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife ACE maps show that the subject site is well within the following boundaries. I'm going to cut you off. Thank you. You can give the rest of your comments. I'll give you 30 seconds. I really think that you should hear 30 seconds. Riparian and rare vegetation, monarch butterfly habitat, terrestrial significant habitats, estuary and tidal flows, saline wetlands, meadow and emergent wetlands, and significant aquatic habitat. That's the California Department of Fish and Wildlife on this site. The community impact is similar to the NEMICS in terms of traffic, diesel exhaust, noise pollution, and again, a revocation of the well permits and abandonment of the project is requested or a stay of this decision until the appropriate environmental impact studies or biological site assessments can be accomplished, reviewed, and reported for another round of public comments. Thank you. Thank you. Greg, Greg, you could only speak one time, sir, but the applicant will be given an opportunity to rebut. Hey, my name is Greg Marcotte, brother of Steve, longtime friend of Toby, met Dave probably 10 years ago, friends, helped him start cleaning up the property. 
yes, the property has gone through many different phases in, in the 50 years that I've lived out in Blanus or better. Um, some years or other, depending on it, there were cars put in the bushes and just left there, and it's been, a, it's been kind of an eyesore. He did clean it up. He did take off this coyote brush and stuff like that, which was, they're just tick bushes. There's nothing really significant about them. I think it's a good idea to, to have a farm there. As far as the water, even if the wells were gone, if he had a barn, he could do water catchment, which would be enough to be able to have a family farm. And I'm in support of a farm being there because it's just an empty lot. Okay, thank you. Um, Mr. Alexander? You have five minutes to read for any rebuttal or any, any, any of the public comments you heard to re respond to. Okay, yeah. Um, I would, uh, well, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone for coming here and for their time. Um, and I uh, appreciate everyone's opinions um, and have listened as best I can. Uh, I was wondering if you had any questions. Or... I do not. Okay. Um, the, uh, I think that uh, the, the, one of the, I guess all I can say is that the, as, as regarding the wells, um, you know, we bought, a, I bought this property and it stated that there were, that there were wells. I came in and checked with the county on the wells. They said that the wells were permitted when I bought the property and that we could use them for agricultural use. Um, the wells have not been capped the whole time. I've been using them the whole time. Um, Julie and I have had a small garden since I've, since we've been there uh, for since, since I've been there, there's been a small garden. I've used the, I've used the wells. Um, so the, that was erroneous. Um, the, uh, as far as the, there, there has never been any standing water on the lot ever in, in the, in the 10 years that I've owned it. Um, the, and the previous owner to the property had, um, when I bought the property, it it came with, um, the coastal permit that had been that had gone up into the point of the of of the DZA hearing, um, the first DZA hearing, which is similar to this, and the the packet that I have, which is online and readily accessible, st uh, showed that the county was inclined to. Uh, permit the project. Um, and then what ended up happening from my understanding and, uh, and which I think is, I'm is, very familiar with. Okay, cool. We can, okay. Okay, cool. So that, so I guess we don't need to talk about that because it, it seemed to me that it was the, the, the transfer to domestic wells is what was denied. Um, and that my understanding after dealing with everyone was that the, the wells were legal, and I do have documentation to that. Okay, as, uh, I understand. Do you have any other comments? Yeah, and as as far as uh, what was going on on the lot before, um, we, it was never have no one was ever habitating the lot. We've never ever had any intention of anyone hab being ha habitating the lot. Um, the w my understanding w when I found out it was wrong, we went and went through our, the process of getting the permits. But we thought that since the wells were there, that we were allowed to go ahead and begin to implement our farm project. Um, and we got some water tanks um, and started working working with that, and had some equipment there that we were using for the implementation of our project um, while we were trying to build. Uh, but the project before we were, you know, we, I didn't even think that we would need a coastal permit then. 
we were the county informed us that we did need a coastal permit and needed to get the stuff off the lot and that's when we as soon as we found that out we complied um there i have a letter from the county stating that there's never been any evidence of human habitation on that lot okay thank you um, okay. anything else that's i i i think that 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 that's it okay thank you okay. um i'm going to close the public testimony but i gave the applicant five minutes for rebuttal because the previous speaker prior to him spoke for six minutes and 10 seconds. And I will also note that the speaker was an attorney representing the NEMEX, an opposition of the project. So for the purpose of due process and fairness, he was given five minutes. Um, before I um, go any further. I have comments for staff. I see Gil Sanchez from Code Enforcement, uh, Gwen from Environmental Health Services. Uh, do we have anyone from Public Works? Okay. Um, Aaron, I'll start with you. Um, can you speak into the code enforcement file on this project, and if necessary, can you, Gil Sanchez, please uh, fill in any gaps? Um, so, uh, code compliance received a complaint in late 2021 on December 9th. But uh, what, what was the nature of the complaint? Well, the the initial letter, the initial outreach. I don't know the date of the complaint, but the initial outreach to the uh, property owner was took place on December 9th, 2021. Um, Gil Sanchez sent a letter about the alleged violations, um, which included storage of vehicles, trailers, um, alleged human habitation. I've seen that letter. Are there any more letters beyond that? N um, not in my possession, but yes, there was um, additional correspondence. As the, the one violation that wasn't uh, confirmed was the human habitation. All the others were confirmed violations. Um, they were... Ultimately, the property was, uh, a compliance inspection was performed on March 16th, 2022, and they, the staff confirmed that the violations had been abated, and the case was closed on April 13th, 2022. Uh, thank you. Uh, Gil, can you come forward, please? Uh, state your full name for the record. And your title? Gil Sanchez, Senior Code Compliance Specialist. Thank you. I have a very narrow and specific question. One of the public comments alleged today and also in writing that there was or is, has been human occupancy of the site under the ownership of the applicant. Can you confirm if you have any records on file? There's no evidence that there was human habitation occurring on the property. Under the current under ownership. the under the current property owner. Okay, thank you. That's all I have. Um, go on, if you, please. Can you come forward? Good morning. My name is Gwendolyn Bart, and I work for Environmental Health as a supervising environmental health specialist. Thank you. Um, two questions. One is about the. I don't know if you're very familiar with the septic system from next door. Um, the I am. Field. You are. Um, can you speak to that? Why it was required to be the way, to move to move certain distance from the well? 
Yes, um, as as was relayed, the the lot previous to Mr. Alexander, or actually during his um, ownership, it was quite disheveled with a bunch of coyote brush and and miscellaneous debris. So when the uh, in, the consulting engineer was making measurements to surrounding um, you know appurtenances like water wells and that kind of thing, he identified one water well which we made a measurement to when we were doing the stakeout inspection, and it clearly met the setbacks. Uh, during the construction period, that lot was then um, cleaned up, and it was revealed that there was uh, two more wells that were in existence, and uh, one of them actually impacted Mr. Nemec's property. And so I reached out to both property owners and say, hey, you know, here's, here's a way to resolve it. You can either A, abandon the well, or B, um, take out a s small portion of the drip field, which wasn't really that laborious. It's just a matter of removing some leach lines, but it did impact the potential for design from going from a five-bedroom to a four-bedroom. But the engineer had clarified that there were other options on that property to install more drip field if need be to um, get that additional capacity back. So even though, yes, it did impact Mr. Nemec, it ultimately may not if he wants to pursue that additional uh, drip field in an alternate location. So it's, it's still a possibility. Thank you. Uh, so speaking of the wells, and reviewing your files and reviewing the county files, right. uh, there were three separate permits issued by EHS for three separate wells. That's correct. Uh, and they were inspected and finaled. Uh, they were inspected. I don't believe they were finaled until much later. But they're in totality, they've been finaled since... They have been, I believe, yes. So they're legally existing and legally... That's correct, as irrigation wells. Yep, I understand. Okay, thank you. That's all I have. Okay. Um, Aaron, can you speak to why a biological site assessment was not required? Yes, um, I reviewed the planner, the GIS, and the maps associated with this property um, and any potential habitat that would be supported by this property, and I viewed no sensitive habitat um, or species through our GIS systems. And when I visited the site personally, um, it was very dry. There's really no trees. You know, some of the things that we're sensitive to in Bolinas, you know, no eucalyptus grove to support monarch butterflies, et cetera. So um, as I stated in the email correspondence with Anora, there was no environmentally sensitive habitat uh, viewed during my review of the maps or the site, which we, you know, do uh, through every review of every project. And um, I see, I don't see, I do not see the presence of Department of Public Works staff, but was this ever routed to you, to DPW? Yes, he actually, um, Maurice visited the site with me. We performed that site visit together. Okay, thank, thank you. This is one of those difficult projects to approve, deny, or take no action on. Uh, the, op the options are difficult. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy being on this position, 
at all. Uh, having said that, I will address some of the issues that I have. Uh, my, my reservation is about the project and the reason why I'm making a decision based on the totality of uh, the record, including the hearing today. Uh, first of all, to revoke a previously permitted application, such as a septic system, a well, or what have you, there has to be a nexus, a clear connection between a, a reported, confirmed violation of the actual permit itself. Uh, we have three separate well permits on this property. I do not see anything on file, on record, that indicates these three separate wells have been misused, or the terms of the approval have been violated, or that the current owner, the applicant, is in violation of the conditions and permit conditions of those three separate wells. There is nothing on record to suggest that. Furthermore, there is no nexus between the cost of permit before me and the cost the previously approved uh, septic, I'm sorry, wells. Yes, there is the wells are needed to operate a farm, but if we were to deny the request to operate a farm, they would still have three wells approved for agriculture, agricultural purposes. Therefore, the application for me is narrow. It is whether or not they approved the proposed um, farms, farm activity is consistent with the local coastal program and nothing else. As I view the local coastal program, what has been proposed is a permitted, a conditionally permitted use. To assume the applicant will be in violation of something which may, may not happen would be in violation of their due process. We can't do that. We could issue a permit with a condition they do X, Y, Z. And if they do something contrary to X, Y, Z, then we can say they are in violation of, condition of a permit. But to somehow draw in legally constructed permits from the past as a condition or a proof of violation is contrary to any kind of due process we have in the county. Therefore, I can't do that. Uh, furthermore, I'm not aware of any of the, if the, other than two properties, I'm not aware of any other properties the applicant may have. I do not see any violation in, the, in their other property in Bolinas. Even if there were any violations, it wouldn't be a cause to re, not approve a use per, a cost of permit. And I'm only speaking of the cost of permit. Therefore, I see no reason not to approve the cost of permit request to operate a farm. However, I have a problem with the design review application. Um, let's start with the barn. Uh, I understand farm act, farmers and farm uh, stand, um, Farming properties require some kind of sheds, tools, greenhouses to store their farmland, farmhand. 
but I don't understand why you need a barn this size, this height. Uh, if someone says it could be used for habitable purposes, or if there is allegation of using the property for potentially illegal activities, uh, proposals such as this lend to that end. Whether it happens or not in the future, we don't know. Uh, but I have a problem with the uh, barn as proposed. It cannot be permitted. If you want to pursue this barn, you need to apply for a coastal permit, and I will forward your application to the Planning Commission and possibly to the board to obtain a permit to approve the barn. But the barn as proposed cannot be, can, I cannot approve it as proposed. Um, uh, second, Even if the condition of approval requires that the barn be reduced to 15 feet in height, that's fine. You need them to modify, then you need to modify that condition. Uh, one, it needs to require a building permit. Some barns are exempt if they are of certain height and size, uh, and we need to make sure this barn is subject to a building permit. And during the permitting process, a licensed engineer or architect has to verify the building height as measured from grade. And it needs to be no greater than 15 feet in height. Alternatively, Mr. Alexander, you could seek and, seek and obtain a variation of this process from the Planning Commission. Uh, this is not something we, I can approve at, as proposed. This is, all the record on file indicates this is a farm or farm and land. Uh, the applicant needs to, Mr. Alexander, Alexander put in place a condition of approval requiring a deed restriction on the property. Stating this is a farming land. And removal of the farm land from this from the property would have to require consent from the county. In other words, if Mr. Alexander wishes to con convert this property to residential property, as the board previously stated, he will need to obtain a coastal permit for a new residential property and abandon all three wells and either connect to the Bolinas Water District or construct a whole new well in compliance with the rules and laws that are currently in effect or will be in effect at that time, at the time of the application. Uh, and third, there was a comment about the, not requiring a biological site assessment. I went back and forth. I went to the site on two separate occasions. Uh, the time I went there, the entire Bolinas was wet. So I couldn't tell what is there, what's dry, what's not. Uh, but I haven't, based, haven't done this for quite a bit now. I understand not all of Bolinas contains um, sensitive habitats or um, a grove of large pine trees, eucalyptus trees, or other trees that could uh, prov potentially provide habitat for monarchs, or other types of sensitive habitat or biological species. My knowledge of 
my decision has to be based what is on the file and what's on the record. Um, if Ms. Aaron Yatao suggests made a determination based on a site plan, site visit, available records that no biological site assessment is required, um, no biological site assessment is required. I understand why the Coastal Commission, I'm also Coastal Commission staff at times, why they would um, require such things, but it really is case by case basis. Um, if a determination was made to waive it, it was, the determination was was made to be waived. But I find solace or confidence in the fact that uh, the county's environmental review officer, Rachel Reed, reviewed the file, the plant who's an expert on CEQA matters, and signed off on proposed categorical exclusion. I have full confidence to in her decision and determination. That's another level of review, uh, layer of review in the CEQA process. Um, Third, I have a problem also as well, Mr. Alexander, with the greenhouse. But I don't know how to state what my problem is, but I have a problem with it. Uh, not every farm this size needs a greenhouse. I don't know why you need a greenhouse. If this is truly a f farm for consumption, why do you need so many sheds for a farm this site? I just have a hard time um, justifying issuing a design review approval for, I understand the shed you need it. I understand the barn you need it, but a farm greenhouse in Bolinas? I just have a hard time. Um, you're gonna remove, modify the decision to remove the greenhouse. And Mr. Alexander, you are more than welcome to appeal this decision to the Planning Commission to have it removed. A reason I question about the greenhouse is the size of what has been proposed with, without on-sale, without on-site sale of properties. I just have a hard time why you need a f greenhouse. Uh, it sort of exceeds um, from, no, strike that from record. Um, I'll come back on this. Just one, one last comment on this, on uh, on nexus and and proximity of impacts. I think Gwen stated clearly that the record and the records clearly show the wells predate any septic systems that were any septic permits that came subsequently. The response is not the responsibility of previously approved um, wells or structures to comply with future projects. In your instance, you've placed a, you have a new septic system, and if your neighbors wanted to put in a new well, they will in turn have to comply with the required buffer zone. It will not be on you to remove your septic system. So this, the rule is, whatever came first is what is in a, that's considered existing condition. Existing condition in this case includes three legally permitted septic um, wells. You, anything that comes subsequent to those wells have to comply whatever rules are in effect at that time. If in the future your neighbors want to install 
wells on their properties, they would have to comply with the rules that are in effect taken into consideration your existing septic system. These rules apply across the board and in any parts of the county. Kalgum, uh, and then on the issue of on the issue of the greenhouse, one thousand is large. That's my problem. One thousand square foot is pretty large for a property this size for a farm being proposed. What, what, you're, what you're proposing. Um, but I also have no reason to not approve it as is. So I'm going to approve it, but uh, please modify the project with the following conditions. Um, height verification by a licensed engineer or architect. Uh, require the deed restriction be imposed on the project and that any removal of it shall require consent from the county. Um, Use permit shall be required for any for any on-site sale of the property, sale of agricultural products. Um, had one more thing. Uh, and and that that said, um, having said that, let's just uh, final remarks. I I visited the site on two separate occasions, hoping that I would have a. I would see something dry. I did not see anything dry. Everything was wet because of the rain. Um, I reviewed the file. I've reviewed the file from Environmental Health Services. I've reviewed the file from Code Enforcement. Uh, I did talk to the principal, uh, principal engineer, uh, Stuart Heyer, on this property, and he had no concern about traffic. They had no concern about traffic. Uh, they had no concern about parking. And I had asked that they attend, but they are not in attendance. Uh, I fully sympathize with you guys. I don't just don't see any nexus between previous permits uh, and what is before me. I don't see, there is nothing on the record that suggests there is uh, party scenes, there is Airbnb, that there is um, uh, parties, weddings, and things like that happening on this property. Uh, well, with that, I will end my remark. The project will be approved with those conditions. Uh, anyone who wishes to appeal, including the applicant, if you want to contest the deed restriction, you can file with, um, with, you can appeal it to the Planning Commission within the next 10 business days. With that, the meeting is adjourned, and the time is 10.52. Turn, turn off the mic, please.